Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to another Experts Podcast. My name's Nick Hayes. Hello, Carmen Braidwood. Nice to see you again, Nick. We're back in the classroom. I love it. Love a bit of education. Makes the world go round. Now, have you got the ruler out? Have you got the, <laughs> the chalk ready to go? Because this is, this is the big one. This mm. is the big one because it's our chance to share with the experts out there, the commentators, the people mm. that are engaging media or looking to engage media, some of the not-to-dos, some of the don'ts. Yeah, the mistakes we've seen experts make when they appear in the media. Yeah. Now, look, we know. We know that sometimes these mistakes, they're not intentional. No. Nah. They are things that uh, they, they come out because uh, either unaware or... Preconceived ideas, I think, about you know your own expectations about how you should be when you're in the media. So you kind of fall down the trap and of that. And that should be. Mm. That should be. That, that perception of what you need to do, whether yeah. it be for the media or for your colleagues, because there's a bit of a fear factor. Yeah. And I, I've got to say this, Carms, and I know you've broadcasted for many, many years. And I even remember coming onto your program on 6PR on the weekends. Oh, yeah. I just cast my mind back to that and thought, what did Nick do wrong? Oh, no. Yeah, I did a lot wrong. But I was, I always got a little nervous. Did you? Always nervous. Nerves are the thing, aren't they? Nerves will account for a lot of mistakes made by I've experts. Worked, I've worked with media now close for 30 years, always yeah. behind the scenes. But mm. I've never, ever got over the nerves. I think that nerves are a really important sign. I believe that if you suddenly don't have nerves, then you've got a problem. I Ooh. even, you know, sort of now it's been more than 20 years that I've been on radio. I like to still know that I've got that little tingle of this matters. And I think that nerves should be reframed as a sign that you care. Yes. And you know that physiologically they're exactly the same thing as excitement. Yeah. Oh, it, and. and Look, you've got to embrace it, don't you? You yeah. have to. And I, I love what you just said then because if you don't, if you're not a little bit nervous, it, it means you don't care. Yeah. And you've lost that real edge that you might have about wanting to deliver your best possible performance. Yeah. But it does cause problems. It, it does. does. cause issues. And I, I, I look, if you, if you have a little bit of anxiety around a media engagement, whether mm. it be radio, TV, and talking to a print journalist um, – be just know that you're not alone. Yeah, it's okay to feel that little bit of nerves. It, and I think do some training that'll help you understand how to cope with those nerves specifically for yourself. Each yes. of us have a different nervous reaction. Yep. So you really need to be in a position where you've gone through it, you've gone through the motions, you've felt those nerves, yep. and then you've learned some strategies that are, that are specific to you to help you uh, avoid the pitfalls that may come up because you're nervous. Great advice there. And, and as the confidence in camera, in front of camera, uh, coach that you are. Oh, I am, but any media trainer can help you do that. That's true. Yeah. Don't, but I'm going to just quickly focus on what you do. 
it is those little things mm. that you can do. You don't go, for instance, out onto a tennis court and think that you're going to win Wimbledon. You mm. need training. You need yeah. coaching. You need that support and that advice from people that know. So mm. I, I do encourage you to do that. Any form of media training is good um, and not just in front of camera. Uh, Expert Registry does an online yeah. program that you can actually uh, do uh, some video modules and some work bo- uh, workbook uh, shops around the, the very things to understand what the media cycle looks like. So yeah. media training, good idea. Yeah, it, it is. It's just a really good way to know that you have prepared yourself for how it's actually going to feel when you're actually doing it. And All right. <laughs> well, here's the big one. What are the three <laughs> big mistakes? So we have the teacher. She's up at the blackboard. Her All name's right. Carmen Braidwood. What are the three big mistakes? What's your number one, Carmen? My number one biggest mistake that experts make in the media is when they fail to admit they don't actually know the answer (gasps) to the question. Oh, yeah. It's actually okay (laughs) if you don't know or if you misheard the broadcaster. Yeah. Totally okay to say, I'm not sure I heard that correctly, Liam. Can you repeat the question? I love the fact you use Liam. I just like Liam Bartlett as an example because I believe he would probably be the one who's the most intimidating to people in our market here in Perth. Sure. But so, so do you hear that? Same as a – let's use a university lecturer as an example. It would be totally okay in a lecture hall for you to say to a student, listen, can you come and see me at the end? I'm going to research that one for you and I'll, I'll let you all know next week yes. or something like that. Yep. Y- you can give a similar answer in a broadcast you can say thank you for that question you know to be honest it's not something that's in my direct field of expertise because sometimes you're going to be thrown an an odd question out of left field it is totally okay to say can I go away and I'll get my people to check that out and I'll let your producer know at the end of the show you can update your listeners because there's two big things that can go really wrong there. Yeah. One, you could try to answer something that you just don't know. And you get it wrong. And get it wrong. Yeah. And you're on record. Yeah. It doesn't disappear anymore. This That's right. is on record. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about that is you know, what you just said, and I love this because this is the advice that we give. When you say, look, I don't know the answer right now, but what mm. I will do when I come back next time. You're going to give value. Or I'm going to drop it in. Guess what you've got? Another media engagement. <laughs> Good point. Hey. Another reason for you to be mentioned on the show. Correct. Yeah. And you know what? You know, we just only discussed last week in the in the classroom how mm. to become a media asset. That's when you become a media asset. Yeah, that's when you get asked back. Yeah. You know, you go away and you go, I've researched that thing. Here you go, producer. Here it is. If you guys want to do anything, give me a ring. But he, taking it from another angle though, mm-hmm. don't say that too often. Yeah. Because if you do say it too often, let's say you get asked three questions and two of them you can't answer. Oh, well, we don't want that. Well, you can't have that because <laughs> why have we got you on for? It's a very good point. Yes. This is, this is, this is the one to have up your sleeve for that true moment. Yes. Now, there's a difference between <laughs> freezing because you're a little bit nervous and you're not backing your own expertise. In that circumstance, if you suddenly think, oh, I don't know the answer, yep. pause, take a breath. Yep. Don't worry, the pause will feel like a million minutes to you. In the real world, it will be about a second. Yeah. It's not a big deal. The only thing people do when you pause is listen more closely to make sure you haven't died. So it's totally fine, okay? <laughs> so take a pause and back your expertise to support you. Just start talking. Just don't speak too fast. Start talking slowly and the, the idea will come. Yep. If after that you genuinely do not know the answer to the question, then you can go to I don't know. Yep. But I'm, I'm definitely not saying, I'm definitely not saying say I don't know to three questions in one interview. No, and that's, that's yeah. just the other side of it mm. is that, you know, it, you have permission 
to not yeah. actually know everything. It's okay. Yep. You don't have to – just because you're an expert doesn't mean you're an expert on everything yeah. that and was I, ever said. And I think that some of the sectors, like, for instance, the legal sector, you know, mm. because it's so specialised yeah. that you – a generalist lawyer are very hard to come by. Mm. Uh, but they will be the first ones to go, look, this isn't my area of expertise, yeah. but I can tell you this. Mm-hmm. But look, let me go back to the office and I will come back to you with a, an, an yeah. answer that fits it's the very question. It's a great point. That's a really good example of where it works well. Yep. You know, um, same even maybe even a GP. A yes. GP, anyone who's got that kind of generalist status, you're quite right. It, it's quite okay for you to say, here's where I'd research that. But you know what? Let me go check that out and I'll come back to you. Well done, Teacher Carmen Braidwood, giving us the very first one where we don't have to answer. We just uh, have to deliver what we do know. And it's mm. okay to say, oh, I'm sorry, don't know the answer to that. I'll come mm-hmm. back to you later. That's a ripper. All right. So I'm going to come in my very first one, the very things that I see a lot of mistakes being made and particularly in television mm-hmm. and in some cases radio because, you know, you're hearing it. It's a very uh, audio uh, format is that they're not reading the cues mm. of the presenter or they're not reading the room as to how this particular interview is going because, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, particularly TV, we tend to think, and you just mentioned it earlier, that, you know, you just keep talking, mm. pause for a moment mm-hmm and then deliver but a lot of people and even in this podcast sometimes I just keep talking yeah, and talk I keep talking too much. talk way too much and don't know when to let in either the presenter or to let in a talkback caller or give the other person the opportunity to really make it a conversation and not just make it uh, one big pitch or one big statement yeah, your temptation is to want to fill the silences yes. when you're a guest and know that your interviewer will always use silence as their strategy to get you to talk. So you have to be aware of that. You've got to be comfortable with silence. I love to teach people to just get really comfortable with a pause. Like a yeah. pause is just like juicy and awkward and strange and so horrible, I know. But if you can own comfort with a pause... yeah. You have the power in that setting. So you own the interview. It's such a good point, Carmen, because when you pause, you lean in. Yeah, it's a bit more dramatic effect, right? You lean in to listen really what that person has just got to say because if they're taking a moment to say something, Mm. they've actually thought about it. And that's going to help you finish what you need to say and just shut up. You know, the temptation will be to like, and and that's the end of what I have to say. And there's also this thing and this thing and this thing. You know, just say the sentence, finish the answer to the question. You also want to know from the producer how long the whole interview is going to be. That will help you tailor the length of your answers. That's a really good point. And I think if you, the more that you know about mm. how long the, that particular interview is. If you know you've only got three minutes, don't start a 15-minute tirade mm. or, you know, a big statement. No side. one wants to be sermonised. No, they don't. And I think, you know, again, understanding what's there. So reading the cues, and, and particularly in radio, there's a lot of hand signals yeah. going on and stuff like that. Read it. And also, too, on television. So one of the one of the things I did, uh, we had to do a lot of work with a couple of experts, is that they started to see, particularly in their very first television interview, yeah. the presenter looking at them going, hurry up, so yeah, wind it up, yeah. or, you know, the kind of things that are required. Or this kind of fill, fill it your out. hands out sideways. Yeah, make it longer. And if you want to see these 
pictures, these things, people's hands moving, by the way. I was going to say, you can watch. Any talkback station usually now has a camera in the studio. Spot on. So you can watch all the hand signals going on and get familiar with them ahead of time. Anyway, so you had to train people as to what all those well, were? Well, because they think, because they're on TV and they're still talking, they're yeah. seeing the presenter going absolutely bananas. Oh, yeah. Because they're either trying to quicken it up or make it longer, whatever it might be, and they're looking at it and still talking. That is very – it's very distracting. It's hard. And very hard to do. But they've got to understand that they're off camera. Yeah. They're not on camera. They're doing it to help you yeah. get it drawn out of you. So, yeah, there's you've got to read the cues. And listen to them sometimes. This reminds me of your, you know, sitting in the toss box upstairs at a Channel 9 or having an earpiece or being out on site. So when I've done crosses to the Today Show or the project, you've got an earpiece in. That's it, yeah. And WA's always last, you know whip around always 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 last why tv producers do you always put wa last it's not fair it well, makes us are, feel left are, out we are wait a while yeah then w's at the end of the alphabet maybe like yep. it's because the list of yeah for some reason anyway <laughs> so they'd always run out of time and they would go to me and go right come and you gotta have to do what you thought was going to be a 60 second thing in about 10 seconds uh, and you've got someone in the ear going i've got to go bye-bye uh, that, <laughs> it that, is so distracting and, but and, you have got to cope with it and all yeah you've got to be flexible and everything yeah. like that but read the cues Make mm-hmm. sure that you're watching and understanding what's going on there. I love that. That's a that's a good start. That's our number one each. All what's right. your number two? All right, my number two of the biggest mistakes experts make in the media is they try to sell their thing. <gasps> oh, now, now. I've got a great story to share with you on this. Good. But, yes, you're not there to sell. That'll happen later. Yes. Off air. In yep. an engagement, in a relationship, in a friendship that you make as a result of demonstrating who you really are through your press appearances. Yeah. Oh, look, don't – and also, too, don't go in it with the mindset to sell something. Nah. Now, I know that in the back of the mind, you, you are – you're well, presenting yourself you as PR. an expert. Correct. Yeah, sure. Let's not – let's call a spade a spade here. Yeah. We're doing this. We're not just doing this for, you know, kicks and giggles. Mm. Uh, we are doing this uh, – I was going to say shits and giggles. Uh, but, <laughs> but we are – we're doing this for a reason, yeah. but we're doing it stealthily. Yeah. We cannot be too much a four by four slap in the face trying to sell you a product or a widget. Because what do we do as listeners? We turn off the minute we're being sold to. The minute we hear a call to action. The minute we hear, oh, actually, if you want to know more about that, that's not your role. When yep. you're the expert on that show, your role as an expert on a show, um, even in the paper, is that you are there to offer expertise to the topic that is at hand, to, to the, the actual content for that show that the audience wants to hear. Love it. it. It's, a, it's a byproduct that you get some exposure and then maybe you'll sell later. Correct. Mm. You're a media asset. You're not selling your assets. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so be a media asset, but don't try to sell your assets. Mm. So my little example that I want to give yeah, you. Please. Because yeah. this happened many, many years ago. I'm not going to name them because it was, uh, look, it was it's traumatic. It was sincerely traumatic. Mm. Um, there's a radio station, an FM station. I won't even name the station. Uh, an FM station that even had a segment for 45 minutes, an FM radio station. Mm. So you're a, you, you've worked a lot oh, in a FM lot and FM it's FM not your stations. program. It wasn't mine. No, it wasn't sure? yours. Okay, it was definitely wasn't yours. <laughs> um, and it had a segment called Ask the Expert. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, that might start to r- mm. ring bells with you on that what uh, program it is. Anyway, we got a financial advisor on. Mm. Very good one. And probably one of the best we 
had on our books at the time and did an amazing job for 45 minutes. Wow. For 45 minutes. It was taking There was ad breaks, and, taking talk yeah. back and stuff like that. I think yeah. there's even a couple of songs in between. But yeah, for, for 45 sure. minutes. So callers saying, oh, can I use this as a deduction? Yeah. That sort of thing. Kind yeah. of things. Can and I claim was, my handbag? Well, let's ask the expert. Duh, mm. duh, duh, duh. And the expert got so much and was one of the highest rating programs in, in the state. Yeah. And at the very end, they said, thanks very much for coming in. And he said, well, thank you. And if you'd like some more advice, you can call me on nine double two double five la 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 la. And it was like he just oh, cheapened what a shame. 45 minutes. And I remember getting a call yeah. from the producer just saying, look, loved it, loved it right up until the end. Mm. And that's the last time we'll use them. And you might be hearing that thinking, oh, that's unfair because he's given 45 minutes of his time. Correct. Shouldn't he be allowed to give his phone number? No, no, you don't need to. Don't the fact need to. is you've already got the win. You've already got that whole audience thinking you're a legend yep. and they are thinking, I'm going to go find out who that person was. Correct. The name, the business mm. name was mentioned anything up to 12 to 15 times yeah. during that 45-minute period. Um, we put an advertising value equivalency on that. If you were advertising during that time for that 45 minutes, yeah. it was close to 80 to 90 grand's worth of advertising yeah. that he got. So, yes, to answer your question, would it be a little unfair to not be able to do that? Well, you know what? People aren't silly. It's got enough value. Your name and your business mm. name has been mentioned that many times. So, to your point... I love it, Carbs. Mm. Don't sell. Please don't, don't sell. sell. If you possibly, um, not possibly, you mustn't sell. It will cost you the opportunity to come back another time. I'm hoping that that person maybe got another chance elsewhere or, you know, oh, the relationship certainly. was saved at some point. It can be. We're not saying you're always going to be hung out to dry if you make a mistake. But if you go forewarned and you know that you're not there to sell, you're not going to fall down and do something like that by now, mistake. there is one, there is an exception here. Okay. And you get this opportunity. You've done it many times mm. and I've heard you say it. Hey, John, if you if we, if we people want to get in contact with you, yeah. how do they do it? Yeah, and if you are asked expressly, know the one way, the one way you're going to give people to contact you. Yeah. So I, I think that's really important. You know, the fact is we don't need you to list your phone number, your email address and your website. If you do say your website, for a start, please don't say www at the start of it. Just say your website. <laughs> I do that all the time. See, personally, I wouldn't even say my website because my name is kind of hard to spell. Yeah. Unless you – and even if you live in Perth, you wouldn't even know my name. Like yep. Carmen Braidwood, it's hard to know exactly how to spell it, right? So instead, I've created an Instagram handle that's just easy to remember. Yep. So on camera with Carmen, just happened to mention it again, shouldn't be selling. But, but, so that, but I'm giving you that example. Have one easy way for people to get in touch with you that is not a phone number, but is easy to remember. There you go. So don't sell, but give it. The reason you're in the media mm. is for your expertise. It's for your opinion and your position. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. You'll get the value anyway. You'll get it. And, and, it, and, and it might not happen overnight. Because that's the other key thing mm. here is that the phones don't automatically ring just because you've been in media. Yeah. They ring when you've been consistently in media. So there's another thing there. All right, my number two. All right, we'll Let's talk. race through, race through. Availability. Oh, here oh we go. my I'll God. Stand back and let you get on your soapbox, shall well, I? Well, I am going to because mm. it's, um, it's the number one complaint that media tell us. And it's something that at Meet the Media, the events is that – if you're putting content out there, if you've put a release out there, if you've put your uh, opinion and position uh, out to media. And you've asked for the opportunity. And you've 
and put it there and you've given your phone number, your email mm. address, and then when the producer from uh, 3AW calls you, uh, and a uh, uh, big shout out to Luca Ganano, who's the breakfast producer at 3AW. If you're ringing a Perth number at, at literally at 5am, mm. it's, you know, it's it's 3am 3, 3 uh, yeah. Perth time. But there's people here that ring, pick it up because they know. Mm. But if you're putting content out there, that's a bit of an extreme case, but be available. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. Put it out there if you cannot answer. We had a case and a sample example of someone put some content out, went to ring them, and the person at the other end said, I'm in Bali on holiday. Oh, no. Call me back another time, please. Now, that's a number. That's a not good mm. thing to do. But don't put the content out if you're not available. Yeah. You've really got to prioritise that. And if you need to be strategic about your timing, then do so. Yep. Say that there are, you know, there's one week per so-and-so time yep. of year or whatever per month that, that you're doing this. Yep. If you're going to do it, you're on. Now, there's some exceptions, of course. There's exceptions to everything. Mm-hmm. You don't cancel meetings. You don't cancel things just for a media engagement. So mm. if you've got pre-planned things, but try to be flexible mm. if you can be because the opportunities are fairly limited. And also, too, media doesn't work the same sort of time schedule that you work. They've got very specific time mm. slots that they can do it. But you've got to try to be available. And I always say that it's, it's part of our mantra at Media Stable, you know, be good at it, um, be available. Mm. And the reason you want to be available is that you again going to make yourself a media asset. Yeah, it's going to help you get that return appearance, be relied upon and trusted. The thing that I will say is that you do also probably need to be prepared to be messed around a bit from time to time. And that's probably the truth, the dark truth about those of us in the media and who produce shows. Sometimes things change. They do. Uh, Look, sometimes there's a a massive outbreak and there's a COVID press conference that you must go to. And you might find yourself bumped down the schedule. If you are available, you probably do need to look at the whole show and think, can I be available? just in case for that whole show because sometimes things do change. Classic example, I had a, a, an expert lined up for the Today Show mm. sitting in the on the, on the stool, yeah. ready, eyes to camera, MH370 was announced yeah. as gone missing and they just basically, the lights came down, the poor expert was ready to go yeah. to deliver their performance and then... Oh, everything went dark, and they said, and she said, "What, what happened?" Mm. It's, I'm so sorry, we've had to go to another breaking story. This one's big, yeah. And it's like flexibility; it does change. Look, Things, and yeah. I know we sort of are a little bit. Uh, it seems that we, the experts, seem to be the ones that have to be far more flexible yeah. and, and giving. You kind of have to. Well, think about the dollar value of the exposure you're planning to get. You yeah. know, you broke it down in dollar value for that 45-minute appearance yeah. before. Oh, my. You know, so what would you trade? A f- bit of inconvenience, you know, a bit of f- a flexibility, a few hours out of your time. Is it worth it for $90,000 worth of exposure? Yeah, probably. So going back to school that we went last week yeah. when you talked about relationships, mm-hmm. this is what you're building here yeah. is a trusted relationship and a media as a media asset. Yep. So I know that it seems all against us, the expert and the common but believe me, as you just said, Carms, the value that you're going to get from it is yep. far outweighs the inconvenience here. So if you can be gracious in that circumstance, as much as you probably may not want to, the fact is if you go lecturing a producer, even a young, inexperienced one, you're probably not going to get asked back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I know that feels rotten. <laughs> it does, it does. But, but you know what? It's a relationship at the end of the day. But you will always be remembered if you've been available. 
and mm. and and remembered fondly. Yeah. You'll be remembered in a way that you go, you know what, we'll get them back on again. Because producers like to look good. They, they like do. that moment when their talent turns around and goes, wow, that person was awesome. Did you do that? And they're like, yeah, yes. thank you. I yes. did. I did. Yes. I feel like a good little, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's that's a wonderful a thing. Good number two. What's your All number right. three? Right. My number three is uh, in the biggest mistakes experts make in the media, they fail to show they're human. Tiles right back to them last week when we were talking about just being you. Yes. Speaking robotically, rehearsing lines, memorising them and parroting them back. Yeah. Uh, suddenly sounding completely different to what you are when you work with your clients or if you were speaking in real person and real person in real life. You know, you, you can't just suddenly become something totally different the minute the camera goes on or the microphone turns on. We just want to see a real person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so good. And the one that comes to mind immediately Mm. is politicians. Mm. Politicians, you know, a good politician will be authentically them. They Mm. will deliver and they will actually listen to the question and Answer the question, yeah. as opposed to that robotic, as you referred, uh, response yeah. that's predetermined. It's actually designed because they're not here to answer questions from the media. Mm. They're here to make a statement, to sell a message, to yeah. sell. They they are the culprits. And I and I and I, you know, media gets a lot of criticism for the way that, uh, and particularly with a lot of the press conferences that were going on during the COVID period, mm. because of the kind of questions that were being asked. Yeah, but. Just remember that these politicians are trained right to the eyeballs mm. on how not necessarily to answer the question, but how to get the message out. Yeah, that they are they are hoping to say a certain set of lines, and they will just say the same lines back. And I look, if you've got a message to get out, that is a pretty good strategy. But Correct. I believe you should be delivering it in a human way. Correct. Anything memorised, anything delivered by rote that that sounds like you're just reading the times tables, frankly, is crap radio, it's crap TV and your audience can sniff it a mile away. Now, I don't know if you remember this and I don't know if a lot of our listeners will remember this, but when Bob Hawke was Prime Minister mm-hmm. of this country, he's a, he's a, he is the classic human He was deliverer. a real guy. He was a real guy, but there was a moment there and it was a very emotional moment when uh, he was being interviewed mm-hmm. and he had to admit and, and let people know that his daughter was a drug addict. Yeah. And there was emotion, there was tears, there was the kind of thing that you sit there and you go, oh my God, Father. Mm. You know, all the people that were experiencing issues like that or had uh, family that were experiencing the same thing saw the Prime Minister of the country in a very public format let the people know, I'm, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. He won so many hearts and as a result votes out of that. Mm-hmm. He knew how to be human. Yeah. There was a there was a scene there where he was up in the the grandstand of the Sydney Cricket Ground chugging a beer, mm-hmm. you know. Again, you know, probably not the act, and it's probably not great behaviour for those, particularly in the that we're trying to drink less, etc. Yeah. But he had the whole crowd cheering him on. And it was just he knew how to be human. Yeah, and and to me that is excellent image management. You uh, you know, whereas other people think, oh, I've got to protect my image. I've got to be so and so. I've got to be professional. I have to be viewed uh, as a certain way because I'm here as an expert. That's yeah. not true. That's absolutely not true. We do want to know who you really are as a person, and yes. the only way to let that through is to sort of be in the moment, listen to the question, 
take it in and engage with the broadcaster or the the interviewer in in a really natural human way. Be human. I love it. I love it. And raise your voice. Drop it. Do the kind of things that you do. Be. Use your hands. Yeah. And really get in the, involved in the engagement the way that you truly are. Don't be robotic. Yeah. I think, you know, I've seen some classic examples and, you know, people I do know know personally that are still delivering the inner monologue inside their head mm. to a script, to a to a camera, and you can tell they're actually just reading their mind sort of thing to, to deliver. And it's like, come on, you're a professional, you're an expert in your mm. space, just deliver it the way that, you know, you've delivered it to your clients, the and way it, that you've delivered it to, to, to the people that you do every day. Yeah, it really comes down to taking the time to practice and you will think to yourself, oh no, I do this every day I don't really need to practice but you do you do need to actually try and recreate the setting where you're engaging with an inanimate object like you're really replacing the lens of the camera with um, you know the eyes of a person and so you need to get used to trying to talk to that thing in a natural human way and still dive into your expertise trust yourself your expertise is going to come to the fore it's not going to suddenly leave you the minute and you may think oh no but it's happened before the best way to avoid it happening again is to practice. And if you do make a few errors along the way, that is to be human, to make yeah. a few errors, and that's absolutely fine. In fact, I make sure I make a couple of errors in each of my media <laughs> engagements just so that they know that it's me. <laughs> we know you're a real person. It's like those squares you have to check at the end of signing up to something on the internet. Oh, yeah. I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay, I've got my last one. What's yours? My last one, and this is one I think that a lot of experts and commentators out there, they do it, and, it, and it's almost crippling. It's almost crippling. It's, it's, it brings down their engagement. It brings down them. Mm. And that's over-preparing. Mm. That's actually going in there and overthinking the media engagement to a point where it does become all that they think about, all that they are going to do for the day. Yeah. And then it takes them away from their real business. And that's when it becomes quite uh, 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 a mindset that brings them down to actually start questioning whether this is worth any value at all. Yeah, and you know what will happen then is you will go in so hyper-prepared <laughs> that anything that comes out of your mouth during the event, because you won't have control, remember, you're yes. preparing from a place of control. But the fact is the broadcaster and the producers, they're in control. Um, you will not have control and you will feel like you've not been good enough. You'll walk out of there thinking, oh, we didn't say that. We didn't cover that. We missed that thing that I prepared. I did all that research. We never even drew on the research. You want to try and end all interviews with your interview. You simply can't. It's about one topic. Correct. And it it is crippling. And I know a lot of people have have had to work hard Mm. to distance themselves from the media engagement that they're going to partake in so that they can continue on with the real work that pays the bills. So you've got to distance yourself a little bit from it. But there is another exception. I've always got an exception. Oh, here, here we go. Yeah. What's the exception? Don't underprepare. Okay. On the same side <laughs> um, of the, the biggest mistakes you'll ever make, you, you will either underprepare or you will overprepare. Yeah, so Find there's a the fine line. There's yeah. a fine line. There's a, a line that you do need to, a, a, a tightrope you do need to walk in this because um, you've got to trust yourself that mm. you are the expert and the commentator and you've got it. 
but you've also got to do a little bit of the number searching. So a good yeah. a good case of this was when Anthony Albanese launched his, uh, his oh, bid for Prime rate. Minister yeah. and didn't know the cash rate, didn't know the unemployment rate. Mm-hmm. Now, they're the three things or two things that get hammered home every single day and they're on the top of everyone's agenda, mm. every political um, pundit's agenda for the day. It's, there's no excuse for that. But also, too, it's not a ex- reason you would kill someone or knock – sorry, knock <laughs> them out of – sorry, not kill someone, but not knock, vote for knock them, them out not, – them out of the election. So sure. Uh, so here's a performance tip when it comes to those data-driven things, the number things. If you've got notes that you're reading, 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 and maybe you've been quite savvy about it, and you've had someone else prepare your notes, and you know yep. you need to know X, Y, Z, cash rate, for instance. Say it out loud with yes. your mouth. Practice it <laughs> because you will be guaranteed that it will feel different when you say it out loud, and yep. that's when you'll make the fumble. So if you must remember something like that. Just give your opportunity, give your brain the opportunity to create muscle memory yes. with your mouth. So you would say it out loud a few times. Pick up on whether or not you need to do a point or a O or a zero. Like decide how you're going to say that number. Nail it off air and there's more chance you're going to get it right on air. And that goes for names as well yep. for companies. Names such as the uh, the Malaysian Prime Minister. They're not yeah. easy names to get out. Country names, Country yeah, exactly. Names, or yeah, say even, them. you know, Eastern European tennis players. Yeah. Hats off. <laughs> I love, I love, oh I love the sports commentators. <laughs> I reckon they've got the hardest job going around in the fact that they have to pronounce their names. Or us news readers and we had to say oh. it at the end of a, a bulletin in summer when you're sitting there on your own and you're like, oh my God. Oh, Butchered that. Hopman Cup's on and I've just stuffed that one. How embarrassing. Hey, good lessons here. Good lessons here. And like, we we didn't want to go into this, you must not do this. Mm. These are just some of the things we observe and see happen. And I think if you can... If you can minimise hmm. these things that we've just talked about, the six topics, let's quickly go over oh, them, yes. Carms. Yeah, the, the biggest mistakes experts make in the media, my first one was can't admit they don't know. Uh, two, try to sell their thing. Yep. And three, fail to show they're human. Oh, love those three. My three big mistakes made by experts in the media is failure to read the cues of the, the media or the presenter, mm-hmm. uh, that people don't turn up or their availability mm. isn't there for their media engagement. And the other one is over-preparing and overthinking the media engagement. Mm. Let it flow. Let it flow. You're the expert. You're the <laughs> commentator. You can do this. Don't let this put you off. These are simply some pitfalls to watch out for. Correct. You are going to make mistakes. Correct. We all make mistakes. Making them, making them every day comes. And that's okay because <laughs> that, again, is a human thing. So don't be so hard on yourself. Which is the number three thing for calms. You mm-hmm. have to be human. Mm. All right. Well done. Hey, um, let's uh, let's exit the classroom. That yeah. was pretty good. Lunchtime. It's lunchtime. It's recess. Ring the bell. Did you bring your uh, orange and, uh, yeah, all Bit right. Bit of play lunch, yeah. Bit of play lunch. But look, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And I think those will do these more regularly because mm. I think it's just that intel, that information, that confidence mm. to work with media. So powerful. And, um, you know, it'll give people that uh, little extra energy and that little extra kick to go and make themselves known in the media. Yeah, why not? Put your hand up. Let's hear from you. Let's find your voice. And if you want to reach out to Carmen or I, get onto Instagram, uh, the Experts Podcast, or reach out to Carmen on your Instagram. On camera with Carmen. And I'm at Media Stable. So uh, look forward to having uh, a connection and an engagement. And we look forward to having your company when we talk to another expert or another media. Thanks, Carms. Thank you. You've been listening to the Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. 
If you'd like to get in contact with the team, head to mediastable.com.au.